Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast forum, February the 2nd. In the year of our Lord, 2023, this is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, all enshrined in the supreme law of our land. We also use liberty, folks, a general principle understood by honest, hardworking Americans who believe in freedom. Welcome to the broadcast. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time, even when it's not on Friday. How's that? All right, let's talk about a recap of yesterday's show we had on James Edwards. Dear friend, co-host, if you will, ThePoliticalCessPool.org is his award-winning broadcast. Uh, it's available at ThePoliticalCessPool.org every Saturday Night Live. Anytime you like, 24-7 on demand. Great, great show. He's also the author of a book called Racism Schmacism. Uh, and a dear friend does a phenomenal job. We discussed yesterday several topics. Joe Biden, Amtrak, Big Lies Continue. I don't know why the mainstream press lets him tell those lies. I don't know why they don't stop him mid-sentence and say, Joe, Joe, stop, Joe, stop. Look, buddy, that's been exposed by fact checkers as an absolute lie. I don't know if you are absolutely, uh, you know, just a pathological liar and you know it's a lie, but you don't care. You've got it. You feel compelled to tell it anyway. I don't know if you have a psychosis, Joe. Or if you really believe this lie is true, I'm, not, I'm just not sure which at this point. But either way, we're not going to let you use our platforms to tell this lie. We're not going to, if he's publicly speaking, somebody needs to stand up and say, wait a minute, Joe, you've either got to get down from the pulpit, my friend, or you've got to quit telling these blatant, proved false or proven false lies. Okay, Joe, come on now. But see, nobody calls Joe to account. They would if it was Donald. They would riot. They would threaten he should go to prison. They would, But when it's Joe, nobody seems to move a finger. It's a tragic reality. But anyway, it's a national security crisis. Uh, you can't have a pathological liar negotiate for you in the, on the world stage with other nations. You also can't have somebody who doesn't understand if it's a lie or not negotiating on your behalf. This is a national security crisis. This is no joke. We're not making fun of Joe. This is not a Republican-Democrat play. This is, hey, you know what? It's a national security issue in either case, either pathological liar because he can't help himself or he doesn't even know the truth. I don't know which. Don't care. Either way, it's not safe for America to have this guy in private, secret, international, global conversations representing the greatest country on the face of the earth. Folks, we can't have that, especially when war may be imminent with some of our, I don't know what you want to call it, dissidents. I don't want to call them enemies, but people who have fundamental ideological viewpoint differences from us. We believe in liberty. They believe in communism and socialism. The systems are absolutely incompatible, and that's why you must negotiate with a very soft voice 
but a very powerful position. You need to learn to win friends and influence people. And, and you got to do so by being patient and kind and negotiate. You can't have somebody who just continually lies intentionally or isn't even aware of the lie, believing it's the truth. Be that person, folks. All right. Carrie Lake reveals illegally counted ballots. They file back or they fire back a felony charge for her. Now, some want you to believe Democrats are doing that. I think Republicans are as in bed with the deep state election fraud problem as the Democrats are. I don't see Republicans standing boldly with Carrie Lake. I see the new breed of Republican, the Donald Trump-esque, Carrie Lake-esque kind of Republicans uh, trying to stand together a little bit, but they're far and few between. The mainstream Republicans have jettisoned this altogether. The mainstream Republicans don't want Donald Trump to be president. Uh, They may go for DeSantis, time will tell. Uh, But look, there's a massive rift in the Republican Party over this very issue, election integrity. I stand on wanting the truth. I stand on accountability and transparency. And I stand on prosecuting to the fullest extent of the law any illegal activities relating to the elections. However, we can't seem to get to the bottom of most of them. We're working on it, and we're slowly starting to open it up. But time uh, is ticking, and you know what? The wheels of justice grind ever so slowly. Our prayers are with Carrie Lake. I can say that. Big tech goes full, big brother, to bury the explosive video exposing Pfizer. They say it's important that we remove violative re-uploads of this content as it spreads harmful disinformation. That's Peter LaBarbera. Uh, at WND.com with that piece. Um, You know what? They're out of control. Project Veritas did indeed expose the Pfizer executive, Jordan Tristan Walker, who revealed a secretly taped conversation that his corporation was exploring intentionally creating mutations of the covid virus did you hear me intentionally creating mutations of the covid virus to preemptively develop new vaccines this will be a cash cow he laughs well he got caught walker thought he was on a homosexual date with the man that turned out to be a veritas undercover agent he later uh, attacked the founder of veritas uh I guess in an eatery, James O'Keefe was attacked, folks, by this clown. Now, the problem is now the government is in bed with big tech to try to censor this, so you can't know. I hope there's enough of us in the new media taking center stage to prevent their gatekeeping dishonest manipulations. That's the facts from Pfizer, caught on tape by one of the execs, talking to who he thinks is someone who he's going to seduce in a gay love affair or a gay tryst i don't know what you want to call their their relationship situation but nevertheless certainly trying to impress the other gentleman he goes off and gets caught with loose lips that sink ships right that's what we're talking about well anyway now the battle's on however i've got information that i'll tell you soon that makes this even worse should i just go down and tell it to you now instead of making you wait I know in radio they say you're supposed to make them wait, right? Well, 
I'll give you the story right now then, shall I? Here's the deal. Listen carefully. Merck COVID drug now linked to new virus mutations. Study says, John Lowerman with the article. Listen, Merck and company has a COVID-19 pill, right? But it's now giving rise to new mutations of the COVID-19 virus in some patients, according to a new study that underscores the risk of trying to intentionally alter the pathogen, pathogen's genetic code. Where do I get this? Bloomberg, people. Now, why do I bring this up? Because, look, we hear that this guy at Pfizer, they want to be able to do that. Now we hear it's already being done between this or from this pill. Think about that, people. Think about what I'm saying to you. The Merck exec, I'm sorry, the Pfizer exec gets caught saying, yeah, we want to mutate viruses intentionally so that we can create vaccines. It'll be incredible. It'll be a cash cow. And then the mainstream press says, oh, that's false information. The big tech says, that's bogus. That isn't right. We got to shut down everybody who's spreading this uh, video. Okay, fine. Ignore that video for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. But it's been double sourced now. Are you listening? Merck. COVID drug now linked to new virus mutations, study says. John Lowerman with the piece, seconded by who? Reuters News, or I'm sorry, Bloomberg News Service. Merck & Co. company COVID-19 pill is giving rise to new mutations of the COVID virus in some patients. That's according to a new study that underscores the risk, you heard me, the risk of intentionally altering the pathogen's genetic code. They're already doing what the executives said they were thinking about doing. They're not thinking about it. They're doing it. We have the proof. So if Merck and Co. is doing it, is Pfizer just left out in the cold and just pondering it, ladies and gentlemen? I don't think so. Okay, that's where these clown companies have gone. This isn't fake. This is real. Now the new mutations, well, whether the origins of the coronavirus were in a lab, whether it was intentionally released or not, all those debates can be set to rest because now not only have they done the gain-of-function research, but now we have mutation gain-of-function research. Do we not? I think we do. What is that gain of function? What do you call it? Mutation research? Gain of function mutation research ongoing? Is that what we're talking about? Answer? Yes, indeed. Holy moly, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it first on Liberty Roundtable Live, baby. We're hard hitting, folks. We tell the truth. The truth shall set us free. Back in seconds with Kelly Finnegan on your radio with Russ Gift.com. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Man, we got a lot to cover. Mary Toko's going to be with me next hour, and we're going to break down this vaccine scandal once and for all, baby. I'm telling you right now, it is insanity. Yeah, you heard the exec uh, Pfizer go crazy and say we're going to mutate intentionally. It'll be a cash cow for us. Now we find out it's already being done. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Merck and company... They have their COVID pill. It's already giving rise to new mutations of the virus. That's a risk of trying to manipulate this thing. Kelly Finnegan, welcome. Uh, what do you think of that? They joked about, this guy talked about saying, hey, we're going to mutate the viruses. Now we find out Merck and company through their pill, they're already doing it, sir. So now whether you have gain-of-function research or not, you have gain-of-function mutation research proven. Kelly? My my brother-in-law is a computer programmer, and he says that his belief is that all of these uh, antivirus companies for your computer actually in, in Eastern Europe have people creating viruses so that they have a product that you need. So that, that makes perfect sense. I mean, one virus to another virus. Sure, you want to create a market for a new product. Why not? Only because it's immoral and criminal. But other than that, uh, I get you. Oh, but the money. You forgot about the money. Oh, yeah, that cash is king discussion. I understand. All right, there you have that, though. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's go straight to our Honest Money Report with our dear friend Kelly Finnegan, com. Where's gold sitting, Kelly? Are you there, Kelly? 
Sorry, yeah, Uh-oh. I muted you. Just a second. I was just looking. Yeah, so let's see. So gold at nineteen twenty thirty. Nineteen twenty thirty cents. Got it. Yep, it was up up over nineteen fifty yesterday, so it's come down a little bit. Um silver's at twenty three eighty eight. Wow. It hasn't changed hardly any. It was two cents different last week, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it's it's been up and down, but just hanging in that range. Um twenty three eighty eight, okay. Twenty four. Okay. Uh, palladium seventeen thirty one, so still about two hundred dollars less than gold. Wow. And then rhodium at twelve seven. So it's down wow. a little bit, but yeah. I remember when it was over twenty thousand. Yeah, it was way sky high there for a while, but it's it's kind of come down and got back into sync. I don't know if the plunge protection team's involved in that or what, but it seems strange that all these metals seem to stay in line pretty good, don't they? Yeah, they they, they hold in there. So no matter what they try to do, they keep doing their job. All right. Speaking of that, the Fed hikes interest rates eighth time in a row. The benchmark interest rate goes up another quarter percentage point. Fed raises rate again, but the question is, are markets listening? Recent stock gains have been driven by hope, they say, that the rate-raising cycle may be over. But the Fed keeps telling investors that's not the case. Okay, so the market seems to believe that, hey, we're about done raising rates. Uh, so it's rushing back to some degree or holding strong, whatever term you want to use. But the Fed says, no, we're not done um, raising interest rates at all who's going to win this showdown kelly well I, the the metals are i mean uh and and they're, they're going to have to keep raising i mean when when jay powell raised a quarter of a point and that should have really hurt things gold bounced off it's like everybody saw his poker tell you know that he was lying and uh, the, the bank of england raised a half a point so that's telling you in europe that it's worse than even here. So they, they, they know that they're behind the cue ball on this one and, and don't know what to do. They, they, they're damned if they do and damned if they don't. But if they don't, they're going to be worse off than if they do. You're right about every bit of that, but the question becomes, are they just going to choke the economy to a complete halt? What's going to have to happen? You've got kind of a, um, I don't know what you want to call it, a game of chicken going on here and let me use the housing market because it's one of the most expensive investments you'll ever have in your life is your roof over your head your home in modern times you know you've got the interest rates going up to seven percent i don't know if you know but the national average interest rate since like 1971 kind of range uh has been uh 7.75 percent for the average 30-year mortgage rate right now it's at about seven maybe seven and a quarter range so it's a little lower than the average, but still, uh, it's going up rapidly. And every move of, of the Fed will change that reality closer and closer to the average, uh, probably uh, in, not, in the not-too-distant future, going above the national uh, average of 7.75. But look, historically, houses have been way low compared to this. I mean, in the 1970s, you could buy a house for twenty grand, a good house, too, a decent one. 30, 40 grand would buy you a really nice house, 50 grand, you know, a great house. 
now you can't even get a decent house for under three hundred grand hardly. Now you say, well, Sam, you can't in my area. I know if it's an older home, needs some fixing up, needs some updating, or if it's in certain areas of the country, say Mississippi or those kind of places uh, where there are poverty rates through the roof, there's places you can get homes cheaper. But the national average cost of a home, 300 grand, so three, four, 500 grand in most places to get a decent home, more in certain areas. But what, here's the chicken game that I'm talking about. Back, back to this. I just wanted to kind of set the stage here a little bit. The chicken is house prices versus interest rates. As you ratchet up interest rates to that point, you change the game on the average payment for a home. When interest rates are 2% versus 7 8%, that's a huge difference in a house payment. The house payment almost doubles, uh, ladies and gentlemen. People just simply cannot afford that happening. So either the interest rates are going to have to come off a bit to keep prices high on homes, or eventually the price of homes is going to tumble because nobody can afford them. It's that simple. Nobody can afford to buy a home. Okay? Uh, I think it's a game of chicken. And I think if they keep the interest rates up, which I think they have to do, house prices are going to start to tumble. I don't see any other choice. The markets can't move. People can't buy and sell homes at these rates. They just cannot afford it. Kelly? No, they can't. And, and that kind of shows you that, you know, if they raise the interest rate, people are starting to lower the price. So that the amount a person pays per month is the same. Uh, and that's the only way they can get people into houses. And I don't look at it that houses have gone up in price. It's that the dollars have lost that much value. You know, um, minimum wage in, in 1964 was a buck and a quarter. You know, and each of those quarters is worth about four and a half to five dollars from 1964. So minimum wage back then was between 22 and 25 dollars an hour, and now they're pushing for 15. That just shows you that they they played around with the money. It's then that they blame it on the you know the poor business owner. He's trying to take advantage of people. Yeah, so they created the mess, and now they don't know how to clean it up. So they've got to find another game. A lot of people are believing that this is going to be the end of the dollar as we know it. <clears throat> the end of America. Some are even predicting. You think it's going to be that bad? Yeah, I mean, we've already, we're on, I don't know what number of dollar we're on. I mean, Nixon took us off the gold standard of 71. So since then, we've been on, on the petrodollar. And before that, we were on the Bretton Woods, where it was, you know, backed by 40% gold. And then before that, it was the gold standard where it was one-to-one. So they're continually lowering the amount of gold that backs the dollar until Nixon said, there's nothing back in the dollar except oil. And now the Saudis just said, you know what, we'll take any currency for, for our oil. No more petrodollars. So, you know, all these dollars are going to come flooding back home. Do you think we have inflation now? Wait till you see what happens when everybody just start getting rid of their dollars. I don't don't know where this goes, but here's what they're trying to do. They're trying to use the environment to save us as well. Next headline says this, save money while fighting climate change. You can save money while fighting climate change, Kelly. Many American consumers, they say, are now eligible to save thousands of dollars when you buy an electric car, a heat pump, solar panels, or energy-efficient appliances. That's right. 
They say that the Inflationary Reduction Act will let you save money. They can get it done. The problem is when an electric car is more expensive, unreliable, subsidized till the hilt, I don't know that you're saving any money. That's kind of like Sam. I'm going to give you a $50,000 car for 40 grand. And you spend $40,000 you just saved. 10 grand. Wait a minute, I didn't save anything. Kelly Finnegan, Sam Bushman, <laughs> RussQuentingGift.com in seconds. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Hear ye, hear ye. I see a shadow on my stage. And so, no matter how you measure, it's six more weeks of winter weather. Today is Groundhog Day. Only a groundhog named Puxatani Phil knows for sure. The announcement came this morning from Gobbler's Knob. Phil has an overall accuracy rate of 39% over 135 years. The Affordable Care Act health insurance, known as Obamacare, just hit a record 16.3 million people that have signed up for the insurance. That's a million more people than signed up last year. Mining giant Rio Tinto has apologized for losing a tiny radioactive capsule that went missing as it was being transported across Western Australia. An emergency hunt for the device, which is about the size of a pea, has resulted in a positive outcome and has been found. The radioactive capsule was part of a gauge used to measure the density of iron ore at a mine in the state's remote Kimberley region. President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, is hitting back at those accusing him of misdeeds involving a discarded laptop. Attorneys for Hunter Biden have reportedly called for both federal and state investigations into those who have made accusations about him, including Rudy Giuliani, Steve Bannon, and other, quote, allies of former President Donald Trump. The attorneys sent the request into the U.S. Justice Department, the IRS, and the Delaware Attorney General. Hunter Biden's attorneys claim information from his laptop was stolen and trafficked. I'm Ryan Daniels. The ukulele is a four-stringed instrument that has its origins in Portugal, but was adapted by Hawaiians in the 19th century. Today is National Ukulele Day. USA News. As a dentist, I know what my patients are saying during times when they really can't speak. Mm-hmm. She says her gums are irritated. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can do? Absolutely. You can try New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. It detoxifies below the gum line to restore your gums back to health in just seven days. Exactly. Healthy gums, healthy mouth. New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. Healthy, beautiful smiles for life. Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800 734 1229. 800 734 1229.
<laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Kelly Finnegan with me, RestQuentingGift.com. They want you to believe you can fight climate change and save money buying an electric vehicle. And they believe that the savings will be kicking in this year as part of the, quote, Inflation Reduction Act, which is a flat-out big satanic lie straight from the pit of hell. Major legislation, they say, that aims to cut the planet-warming greenhouse gas emissions. They say the law tackles two major sources of those emissions. One is transportation. The other one is housing. In part by helping Americans electrify their cars and homes and by making the most efficient choices more affordable, listen, through tax credits and rebates. What that really means, folks, is they're going to subsidize your move into this, quote, greenhouse prevention realm. Uh, But it's all a big lie. All right. It isn't true. It will not work. It's completely bogus. Uh, The electric vehicles do not work. The whole plan is a sham. Uh, And you need to know that reality check right now. But all swamp monsters on the Republican and Democratic side are all involved in peddling this, uh, I would say, financial porn lie. Kelly? Well, it's funny how they used to be all concerned about the environment. And now they're sacrificing the environment for the climate. Uh, it's like it went from global warming to global, global climate change. So let's just keep changing the narrative until we you know, get more people and they catch on and stuff. Yeah, it's like making somebody to buy something that they really don't need and then telling them that you're doing it for their good and they're going to give them a discount. Yeah, that might work on a, on a four-year-old, but most adults, well, I'd say a lot of adults would read right through that. There's a lot of people that believe whatever the government tells them. Yeah, let me give you some examples to make the point, and we'll talk about them. <laughs> they say GM reports strong profits. So while everybody else is melting down because of the inflation reality, GM reports strong profits as it challenges Tesla. All right, that sounds interesting. GM and Tesla now in the market game for electric vehicles. They're acting like there's an incredible demand for it, but nobody that I know wants one. But listen to this story to kind of make the point. Last week, there was a self-driving car that stopped in the middle of a busy intersection during the morning rush hour it was in san francisco ladies and gentlemen it jammed traffic for nearly two miles the car which was operated by waymo did not leave the intersection until company technicians arrived about 10 minutes later and had to manually drive it away folks all right these people have services in san francisco and phoenix waymo the self-driving car owned by google and google's quote parent company alphabet is one of two companies operating what are called these so-called robo taxis without drivers behind the wheel the other is called cruise a subsidiary of gm these are the guys that are making just tons of you know, profit. They offer services in San Francisco. The services, they say, are a culmination of more than 10 years of research and testing by the two companies and billions of dollars in investment. 
Now they're asking to expand their programs. But, folks, this isn't even close to primetime, Kelly. Not even close. No, you, you know, the winner should be decided by whoever wins the race, not by how many strings and, and ropes you attach to the other guy and make it so he can't win. But, you know, the government, well, General Motors is owned, their biggest shareholder is the U.S. government. They, it's not GM of old. It's more like government motors now. So, yeah, them, and they've got, you know, they're in there with Google and Facebook and Meta, whatever you want to call it. They, they've got their allies. And it's going to be, you know, Joe won't even talk about Tesla, you know, because, well, GM, you know, they're in the union. We're, we're with them. They're on, we're on their side. So, yeah, he really won't talk about the, the winner, really, of this. And if you don't, if you think uh, electric cars are the way of the future, try to take a long trip in one and see what you do. I talked to some people and they said, we spent more time charging than we did sleeping. Trying to drive from California to, I think it was Kansas. So, yeah, try it. Well, and then when it gets cold outside, for me, I woke up and it was 11 degrees this morning. I don't know about for you, uh, Kelly, but I look at that and I say, you know what, these batteries, when it's freezing cold like that, it's a meltdown. They lose all their their juice, all their mojo, pretty much in the cold drains 10 times faster. They're not even viable in the cold, really. No, and then they have to warm the car up, you know? So you're using a lot of that energy for that. And in the summer, you're using it. They don't like to be hot. Batteries really don't like to be hot. That's when you get fires, and then you got to cool them down. And, yeah, it, it's just not – the technology might be there in 50, 100 years, but it's not there yet. Well, and that's the problem is they're trying to force that upon us with subsidies. Well, while that's going on, the dishonesty in these realities, what are you going to do with all the old vehicles, folks? Instead of nursing them as long as they can last, you want to just, what, junk pile all of them so you can move to the new technology? How's that on your environment? Kelly brought that up, but I'm going to, I'm going to mention that. Not only are the batteries gnarly on the environment to produce and discard and everything else, but what about all the old vehicles that were, you know, let's just jettison your old cars and get new ones now. Or what about your old appliances? Or what about all these things? They make you believe that these subsidies are the way to go. It's their way to try to propel the economy and deny reality. Well, while that's going on, all the hucksters in Washington, Biden and McCarthy were in talks yesterday on, quote, raising the debt limit. The meeting did not yield a breakthrough, of course. But Biden insisted that Congress would have to pass a, quote, debt limit increase with no strings attached to avoid a, quote, financial cataclysm. Now, I don't really think that uh, Joe should be using words like that when it comes to our economy. A cataclysm doesn't sound very pretty. And nevertheless, Kevin humbly said, well, we're talking about it. We're working on it. I have a ray of hope. We're going to keep working on this. We don't have an answer yet. But so he was very polite when he walked away from the meeting that took over an hour. But at the end of the day, Kelly, what Kevin needs to have the guts, the short, the cojones to say to Joe, 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 listen to me, my friend. You are in the wrong branch of government to decide budget realities. All bills that require spending must originate in the House. All right? 
and we decide what money is spent. Not you, my friend. You get a budget from us and have to live within the restraints we give you. So don't you dare start the conversation, Joe, by suggesting that we're going to be in a cataclysmic scenario as your lead statement, sir. Is that what you're gunning for? Because we decide the budget, not you. We hold the purse strings, not you. So why don't you eat some humble pie, my friend? And obey the supreme law of the land and come back to me when you're ready to talk real turkey. Until then, the meeting is dismissed. And if that happened on national television, we could change the game, Kelly. But the way Kevin's going about it, he's already set to lose. Well, right there it shows you, you know, you got to use fear to get, get something done. And, and the Democrats are really good at that. Kevin McCarthy knows that if he if he even buckled a little bit, he's gone. That was the agreement to make him Speaker of the House. So he's got to be tough. You know, he's got 10 congressmen that said, hey, one guy can vote and you're gone. So uh, I think he knows he can't can't be like uh, Paul O'Reilly and, and you know, uh, uh, Boehner and things like that. You know, Nancy was like, yeah, whatever you need, Joe. Let's, let's do even more. And make it even bigger. Nobody has to read it. But uh, so Kevin McCarthy, he he knows he's got to to stand tough, and and he's got to let him, let everybody know that the blame is not just on the the house. It's going to be on the president too. Yeah, I think you got to go about it completely different than he's going about it. But that's just my opinion. Joe setting the stage. He's not going to give on that. And if the media lets him carry that ball, that'll be the narrative. Joe's willing to be a peacemaker, but not if you cross this line. Uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy already said we're not going to touch Social Security and Medicare uh, in any way, so that's already off the table. That was Donald Trump's proposal as well. Shame on them all. Uh, look, Social Security and Medicaid and Medicare, that's nothing but a flat-out Ponzi scheme, and it, be, it should be shut down. If it was in any other industry besides, quote, government, it would be already shut down as a criminal Ponzi scheme uh, already. All right, I, we talked about this story yesterday, Kelly, but I want to get your take as it relates to the economy and food and everything else. Here's the teaser. You can respond after the break. U.S. corn farmers are sounding the alarm. Most catastrophic problem ever faced. Yeah, the Western Journal with this piece. I'll explain and then have you respond in seconds. RussQuentinGift.com. Kelly Finnegan on your radio. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. 
Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at LocalHoneyMan.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. All right, Kelly Finnegan with me, restquotinggift.com on your radio. So look, they're saying that, hey, they got a big problem in the corn world for farmers. They're about to melt down. Here's the problem. Mexico's about to change the laws. Mexico doesn't want genetically modified corn, sir. They don't want it. They're not interested, and they're about to pass a law saying they will not import any corn from the United States that is not genetic or that is. The problem is Mexico is our biggest corn export receiver if you will they import more corn than any other country from the united states and the farmers say the reason it's such a meltdown is because they don't even have the ability and the equipment to farm non-genetically modified corn now and therefore they don't know what to do well my first response was you idiot childs should have never adopted farming genetically modified whacked out man manipulated corn in the first place go back to the god product ladies and gentlemen go back to the original uh, that's what i say kelly but now they're in a serious bind well uh one way to fix that is to say fine we're not going to sell you any corn let the people get hungry and then say okay it's okay we'll take the stuff maybe I mean, I see what you're saying, and I don't disagree, except for, man, I don't know if they can get corn from different places, if they can grow their own corn or what they can do about it. Uh, but it's a problem for us. I don't know why we're doing genetically modified corn in the first place. It literally wreaks well, havoc on people's immune systems, uh, their gut health, and everything else. It's a disaster in every way under the sun. Everything you eat is genetically modified. You know, people are even genetically modified now. They're, they're, you know, and, and I don't know that there's really a difference other than you can plant, uh, you can plant a corn kernel and you can't grow a stalk of corn. Uh, you know, they've made sure that that works that way. So AMD and uh, Archer Midland, and they, they, they've made it so that you have to buy their seed every year. You can't just replant. But the way they've cut down on farmers in Europe and the rest of the world I don't know who else they'd be able to get it from. China can't export. They're they're starving over there. They're having a problem getting anything from anywhere. So it might be they can just say, fine, we'll just send it to China. But, yeah, the whole genetically modified thing, it's just for yield and making bigger profits and for farmers and for the the chemical companies. So it's like they both went down this road and now – 
you know, they went through the looking glass and now they're stuck in Wonderland and don't know how to get back. Well, my whole issue with it is that it doesn't, uh, in any way that I can see, benefit us to have this kind of corn. Look, it's disaster on your health. People are getting diabetes and all kinds of problems because they're eating it. This is not a joke, folks. I know they don't want you to believe that this is true, but it is, and it's a serious problem. Uh, Kelly, now I know that what they want you to do is take the corn, and they want you to put that in your vehicle because it's supposedly better, too. But if we have electric cars and you don't put your corn in your vehicle, you know, the genetically modified corn is disaster for us. Yeah, and that's really what the corn was grown for, was to make it into ethanol. We're taking food and turning it into chemicals, and then we're taking chemicals and turning it into food rather than turning food into food. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, but it's like people put wheat away in their uh, food storage. It's like, go boil some wheat up and eat it. Let me see how that, that does for you. Let me see how sick you're going to get. You know, you're you're not supposed to eat it that way. So it's uh, it, it is tough, but they put themselves in this cells in this position, and there's gonna have there'll, there'll be some negotiations with this. You know, it might be ninety percent genetically modified and ten percent not or whatever. Like they've done here with organic produce and non-organic produce, um, which is funny. The chemist, even a plastic bag to me is organic. You know, anything with carbon. So it'll 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 be interesting to see how this works out. But money talks. And you say that it's organic because it comes from the earth. Therefore, what comes from the earth can return to the earth, right? Well, organic means that you didn't use any pesticides, any chemical pesticides on it. And it has to be like the land has to lay fallow for a year without you treating it with any weed killer or anything. And then you only you can't fertilize it. You have to let it grow naturally. You could use animal manure, but you can't use chemical, you know, no ammonium nitrate or anything like that. And then it they, then it can be considered organic. And that definition might be a scientific definition, but that's certainly different than the labels you see in the grocery stores, right? Oh no, yeah. I mean, they, there's there's little you know redefined print things about it. What what's considered organic and and like you say, in chemistry, anything that's got carbon in it is organic. So a plastic bottle is organic. Uh, I'm waiting to see. At one time, Domino Sugar had, uh, it was uh, or, uh, carbon-free sugar. Well, you have to have carbon to make sugar, but they were trying to say that they have no footprint with carbon. But it's like, no, no, no. They're trying to, they're trying to push all the buttons and say all the right things. But it uh, doesn't work to people who know. I don't understand you're going to have this free thing. Doesn't Isn't this a law of science? Every time you do something, you cannot escape the cause and effect reality. In other words, you can transfer something to something else, but you can't escape. Um, that's why you can't have, for example, perpetual motion. Okay, Because you can't rob Peter to pay Paul. You can't get more energy out of something than you put into something. Um, it's just a transfer of energy, kind of an idea. Isn't that kind of the principle right. we're talking about they're trying to escape? Yeah, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, and so you, you can you can push something one way, but it doesn't go back the other way differently than what you can right. push it. So it's it's a, it's a it's a joke. 
Well, there you have it. All right, I want to get this uh, story to you because it relates to taxes and finance and taxes is coming up and all that kind of stuff. They say everybody's going to get less of a tax refund, so people are going to be melting down on that front as well. However, now they say that black taxpayers are at least three times, three to five times more likely to be audited by the IRS than other taxpayers. And they say it doesn't matter the kind of returns you want to file. None of that matters. Findings document that it's the computer algorithms that are causing this. Yeah. Stanford University, the University of Michigan, a bunch of other colleges all involved in this study. And they say it's a serious problem. Kelly. Yeah, it's whoever programmed the algorithm, you know, and look where, look where it's coming from. I mean, you can't even use the word American at Stanford now. That's racist. Well, I think what you need to do is just abolish the racist IRS then. Just shut that yeah, sucker fine. down, Kelly. Why do we want well, a racist organization created. around that doesn't have any constitutionality anyway? Kevin, get her done, buddy. Created. Now's your time to talk to, the, to Joe and say we're shutting down the IRS, sir. Well, the IRS was created the same time the Federal Reserve was. So let's, let's kill two birds with one stone. Shut that, shut that down, too. Amen. But I look at this and I just go, what on earth is going on with all that? You know, it's just, it's just a shame. All right. Um, let's see. The dishonest spin over the debt ceiling I want to talk about from both sides of the aisle. So Kevin and those guys are battling about this. But look, they want you to believe that they can somehow rise the debt ceiling It'll be okay. Uh, all we got to do is make some spending cuts to match it, and we're good to go. And I submit to you that that is a complete lie. There is no congressional authority. They're the legislative body. They're, there's no authority for them to raise any kind of debt ceiling. If you study the Constitution, they're chained down to constitutional currency, honest money. And so until you deal with the honest money discussion, it doesn't matter what you you know, pretend you're going to cut. Uh, as long as you raise the debt ceiling, they're selling us down the river. Nobody wants to come clean on that, but the very few. Rand Paul might, Ron Paul will, me and you will, right? But nobody's really willing to stand up about this reality. Raising the debt ceiling is a fool's game, no matter what concessions you gain along the way. And both sides of the aisle, the shadow government on both sides is criminal and derelict in their duty to not highlight what I'm pointing out, Kelly. Well, yeah, and it's just because they got to keep making promises to people and give them stuff. And it's all about getting reelected and, you know, making things great for your side. And, and nobody, you know, they can't, nobody's going to make any cuts, let alone hold things where they're at. So that'll never happen. And uh, it's just, you know, the debt just keeps rolling and keep moving it on, moving it on until there's going to be a point where they can't do it anymore without real big repercussions and i think i don't think they could never balance the budget you know you never hear them talking about a balanced budget amendment or anything they know that that's a, a full air in there so yeah we're we're pretty much uh you can't keep raising it but at least hold it still do you think we will ever have accountability on this by choice we will eventually, no doubt, have accountability of this by force, meaning at some point 
the uh, you know candy coming out of the candy machine will stop. Do you think we'll do it by choice at some point with intelligence and wise planning, or do you think it'll just force us at some point? It'll be by force. Nobody's willing to give up anything. All it's going to take is one guy to say, no, 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 I, I want my stuff. I, I paid into it. I, I want mine. Just one. So it, it'll be by force. It's going to be a sad day when that happens, ladies and gentlemen, because when it's by force, it will not dismantle. We will not be able to slowly land the plane, keeping as many promises as possible along the way. If we're forced to a crash landing, it will not be uh, uh, pleasant. If we think about it ahead of time, we can literally probably softly land the plane, keeping as, as many promises as we possibly can to the most amount of people and, and extract ourselves from this slowly but surely over, say, a 10, 15, 20, 25-year period of time. If we don't do it, though, the forced plan will be a plane-slash-train wreck, Kelly. It will not be pretty. No, it won't be. And there'll be some people that, you know, are preparing for it better than others, and they'll do okay. And, and those are the type of people that are willing to defend what they have uh, rather than just give it up. So there's going to be some people that's going to really hit hard uh, others it'll hit not quite as bad but it'll still be noticeable well i wish we were wrong but when i see spin dishonest spin from both sides of the aisle on this debt ceiling discussion i don't think we have a prayer kelly uh to make things better i really don't no, not with the us. dishonesty no it's us versus them so watch it, you know, watch CYA, you know, take care of yourself. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a little bit of beans, bullets, and Band-Aids is the idea. Got to have some constitutional currency in the mix so that you can barter with confidence, ladies and gentlemen. You'll need it. Trust you me. You'll need it also as a hedge against the failing, continually failing dollar. In 1964, minimum wage was $1.25. Now it's 725 nationally, but that won't even pay the bills. You've been robbed. In most places, it's more like 10 to 20 to whatever dollars now, and they're begging for it to go up everywhere because people cannot survive. That's proof the dollar has failed. The only way is to return to the Constitution and embrace honest money. Kelly Finnegan, RushQuinnandGift.com. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you. We'll see you. All right, there he goes, doing a phenomenal job. God save the republic.